Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends. This is Candy Creech, your host, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm excited that you're joining me today, and I want to share about running the race set before you. I think when we see running the race in the Bible, it's just such a great analogy. I think it's something that we can all really relate to and understand, even if we've never actually ran a race, which most of us probably have in one way or another. But it's just something that we can really understand the concept. So we're going to talk about that today. But before we get started, I had some exciting news for you. If you are not in my new Facebook group, it's our community on Facebook. It's Renewed by Truth. It's just another way for me to be able to connect with you because I feel like you listen to me, but I don't get to meet you and see you. So I really want you to join our group. It's absolutely free to join. I have some resources in there. I'm growing the group and growing the things that I add in there, but it's just a great way for us to connect. So you can find that in the show notes, the link to that. You can also follow me on other platforms if you want to do that. I also have a business group. If you are, if you have a social media business or online business or really any kind of business nowadays, they're all an online business. I also have a group you can join. It's all about just mastering your online business. But, you know, it's for Christian women. You're going to get a Christian perspective in that. And I know sometimes those kind of groups are hard to find and those kind of communities are hard to find. So be sure and uh, join that if that's something that you're interested in. So I want to talk about running a race, first of all. So I want us just to start wrapping our mind around this and think about when, if you ever ran track when you were in high school or anything, I ran track. I never loved running. I actually played basketball. I love playing basketball. I said I like running with a purpose, but I did not like running track, but I had to do it anyway. And you know, you think about running and most of the time, if we run a race, we're running to get a prize, right? We're not running just for the sake of running. So I want us to think about that. If we were going to train, let's just say we're going to train for a 5k. I don't know if you train for a 5k, but maybe so. I know I have a lot of friends that are runners. I probably should have had one of them speak about this a little bit, but I think we can do this today. But I want you to think about it. First of all, you know, you have to start conditioning your body, your legs, your feet, like you have to have the right kind of shoes to run. I know when I walk and I do like walk and I run and I, and I exercise in between those things, if I don't have the right kind of shoes my feet and legs hurt me so bad. So I know that that's an important part. Like you have to prepare things. You have to get things ready. So that that's one thing that you have to do. The other thing is maybe starting small and working up, right? Like you just don't go out there and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm just going to run out and run two miles. No, if you're not working up to that two miles, it's really going to be hard to do. So you have to, so you have to work at it. And then I got to thinking about, you know, another thing that we have to do 
is be consistent in it. We think about running and we can't say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to run this race. I need to train for it, but I'll train today. And then, oh, I'll take off three days. And, oh, I think I'll train again today. It can't be like that. It's something that we have to consistently do every single day. So what happens if you said, okay, here's my very busy life and busy schedule, but now I'm going to train for this race. What do you have to do? You have to create margin in your life for it right? You have to say, okay, well, I'm going to have to either get up earlier, stay up later, give up something, change something in my schedule, maybe say no to this so I can say yes to this other thing to be able to run that race. So those are just a few things we, we need to do. And I'm sure you can think of a lot more. And that's why I love having a group. So you can pop in the group and be like, hey, I'm a runner. Let me tell you what you really have to do to get ready for a race. I would absolutely love that. But 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, Do you not know that in a race all runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. I love this verse because I think when we look at our life, just our daily lives that we live, however long they are, however short they are, it is a race. It's the race in life. And how are you running the race that God set before you. What are you doing with it today? Are you running to get the prize? I mean, the real prize when you get to heaven. So he will say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Are you running that race to get the prize? I think that's the question we have to ask ourselves. Are we running a race for God in our daily lives? Or are we running a worldly race? Are we chasing after worldly things? Are we trying to do things to fit in with others? Are we trying to be popular? And you know, I think I say this sometimes, and I I think I would have a lot of people that have adolescents, even teenagers say, Oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that. But are you doing it through your kids? Is that the point of putting them in every possible thing there is to put them in and running yourself ragged? You're running a worldly race. Since I don't know you and I can't see your face, I feel like sometimes I can speak truth to you that maybe you need to hear. A friend can say that to you, right? Without hurting your feelings. So I'm just saying, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what, what's the point of this? God, is this something that you would want me to do? Are you worried about what everyone else is thinking? Instead of running the race that God set before you, the way he wanted you to do it, you're trying to live up to this worldly standard and you're doing it in a way worried about what everybody else thinks. Are you doing that? Are you more worried about what everybody else thinks than what God wants you to do? Because I see this quite often in people that I talk to and people I coach. I hear them say things that makes me think you are so worried about what somebody else thinks about what you're doing. You're not walking in obedience to God. And we have to get that out of our head. And then another thing that we do, and I do it too, is I sit back and I whine and bellyache about my life. And I whine and bellyache about the tasks that God set before me, like thinking that, well, why didn't he give me a different task? Why didn't he give me this task? Or this task isn't as important as somebody else's task. Or or I just whine about it. I whine about things that are hard in my life. 
And instead of just going forward and running the race, like I'm running it to win a prize. So what I'm saying is I get a little distracted. And so I love this verse in Hebrews 12. So if you look at the book of Hebrews, back in chapter 11, it's talking about all the people in the Old Testament, the faith, it's called like the um, heroes of faith. It's all the faithful people in the Old Testament and the things that they did. And then it says in 12, 1, therefore, it's meaning it says, we have all this going on now. This is what you need to do. So, so therefore, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And so maybe you are tangled up in some sin. Maybe you just can't move past it and you keep going back. You're falling into the same patterns. You're falling into this habitual sin. You're falling into the same bad habits. Maybe you even have people that is surrounding you that's helping you become entangled in the sin. Maybe you need to remove yourself from some friends, some people, some acquaintances that are around you. Maybe you need to reach out for help. So when I read this and it talks about throw off the things that hinder you and and the sin that so easily entangles you. So first thing is we need to look at our lives and say, is there a sin that I'm continuing to do that's just easily entangling me like I just keep getting caught up in it and I can't get rid of it. I want you to look at that first. And I would just say pray to God to help you get out of this and reach out for help. Always reach out for help. And then it talks about throw off everything that hinders. Are there things in your life? I know for me, there are things in my life that can just hinder me from moving forward. Sometimes it's self-control. Sometimes it's self-discipline. Like I I don't have the right kind of self-discipline to move forward. I'm spending my time on things I shouldn't be spending my time on. And I'm not focused on what God has for me and really running that race for the prize. Kind of like running that race on the hamster wheel. I talk about a lot, like I'm running the race around in a little circle. I'm on the track and I'm just going around in circles. I'm not really winning, running for the prize. I want you to think about what is hindering you that you need to throw off? What is holding you back? I see this more than anything. I feel like I say this a lot, but I really see it. People are so worried about what other people think of them. They're so afraid to do something because they're worried that they're going to make a fool of themselves. They're worried about what people are going to say behind their back. They're worried that they're going to look silly. I mean, they're worried that they're going to fail or they're worried they're going to succeed and they don't know what to do with that success. Like there's so many reasons why we let things hold us back, but so much of it has to do with worrying about what others think. So I would say pray about that and throw off, throw that off and just get rid of that. And then Philippians 3.14 says, forgetting what is behind and straining towards what is ahead, I press on to the goal, goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I think this is such a great one. I love this one because I don't know if you're like me, but there's been times in my life that I get so caught up in the past, in regret, in wishing if I would have just done this differently. And then the older I get, when I look at young women that are in their late 20s, early 30s, even late 30s, that look like they just have it all together. And I'm like, man, 
why couldn't I have been like that? I had so much baggage that I needed to get rid of. And it took me so long to get it. Like I really didn't do that till I was in my 40s. And I think I could have done so much more for God if I would have just gotten rid of that. So I'm telling you right now, if you're young, get rid of the baggage. Get rid of all the stuff that's holding you back, that's entangling you, so you can run the race like you're going to win the prize so you can so you can win the prize but the other thing I thought about is forgetting what is behind and straining what is straining for what is ahead is the fact that if you are running and I definitely know this from running you can't run effectively when you're looking behind you and so if you turn around to look behind you you can easily stumble and fall you it, you're going to lose time if you do that and you could easily like twist an ankle I mean there's so many things you can do if you turn around and look behind you so it's definitely going to slow you down so I would say let the past be the past if there's mistakes you made in the past and you have repented of those and you have turned from them and and it's sin and, and you've done that then I would say let it be you don't live in that shame don't live in that guilt. Don't live in that self-condemnation because it. there's nothing you can do about that. There's absolutely nothing you can do about the things that you've done. And now you're a new creature. Every time you repent and turn from those that sin, you're a new creature. And you can move forward and you're going to do so much for God. Like, don't get caught up in that. And then the other thing I would say is just not even just sin, but thinking about the path you've taken in life, like even for me, like I think, man, if I would have just made better decisions, if I would have done this differently, if I would have done that differently, I can get easily caught up in that. And I had to learn that looking behind, I cannot move forward. And that's what Satan wants. He wants us to look behind us. He wants us to live in regret, shame. He wants us to keep us entangled in sin. He wants all of those things because he knows that when we can get out of our own head and we can get rid of all that and move forward, that we're going to be so powerful for God. Like he is going to use us. We're going to be such an amazing vessel for God to use. And Satan don't want that. So always remember that when you get in your own head and you're maybe running yourself down or you're living with that regret or you've gotten out of that sin, you keep thinking about going back to that. Remember, that's what Satan wants. But God wants you to look forward. He wants you to move forward and he wants you to run the race like you have your eyes on that prize and that you are going to win this race. So I know this was short today, but I just wanted to kind of cover a little bit about that with you because it just been on my mind. It'd been on my heart about running the ra- that race with perseverance and not looking behind you and running a good race, running like you're running to win the prize. Don't waste the life that you have been given. Don't waste a day of it. Always do things that God would want you to do and run that that race for him. So thank you guys for listening today. As always, um, if this is the first podcast you've ever listened to, I would encourage you to go back and always listen to my trailer. Um, Listen, you know, listen to a few more and join my group so we can get to know each other. I would absolutely love that. And reach out to me. Uh, Probably the best way is Instagram or Facebook. If you just want to reach out to me there, if you have any questions or if there's a topic that you would want me to cover. It would be so much easier if somebody said, this is a topic I want you to cover this week. (laughs) So I would absolutely love that. So if there's something you want me to cover, 
be sure and let me know. And I hope you guys have a great week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.